back to the best podcast, your favorite podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter, and I am your host, Maddie. I'm Tori. And this week, we are talking about Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. I, this book just makes my heart sing, and it's just so happy, and it just makes me wish this is what actually had happened in the world. Oh my god. I wish they were real people. I wish this was a historical book and not fiction. You're like, <laughs> I wish this was a historical retelling of what actually happened in 2016, but did not actually happen in yeah, 2016. It's okay. It could have been. It's just a what if. It's like the multi-universe, you know, somewhere in the multiverse. I'll pretend in an alternate universe. Yeah, that this yeah, happened. It did happen somewhere. But. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> dreaming how different our lives would be. <laughs> I, I know, right? Can you believe this is our last book for February? I know. Last Can you believe next week is March? I know, man. And I know we haven't put out our schedule. Stop yelling at us. God. Fuck, I forgot. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, we'll put it up. Don't worry. This month has gone by so quick. It ha- well, it is also a short month. I know, but goddamn. I know. Those two days, man. Actually, three days sometimes. Two to three days. <laughs> <laughs> they really make a difference but yeah next week's already gonna be the first yeah i can't get over that thank god well, yeah it's your birthday month well, i'm more excited for my cruise well that too but you also like your birthday is during the cruise yeah i literally keep forgetting and that's so fun i'm so excited for you and then we get to have our fun little picnic later mm-hmm. Ugh, i'm excited for that i'm excited to wear my dress that i got for it Ooh, tired are we i'm always tired um i'm like a permanent tired girl updates i know i was gonna say we gotta do our three updates three updates uh we had galentine's taco tour this weekend yep and then on that was on saturday on sunday maddie and i laid in her bed all fucking day long and watched movies we did we watched and we spent and castle in the sky mm-hmm. and we spent way too much money in food yeah we ordered, ordered a bunch of uber eats it was so expensive but oh, i have no regrets me either it was so good the mochi donuts were delicious and yeah, i they ate were. oh they were so yummy i kind of want some right now what's my third you're going camping this weekend i am going camping this weekend i leave on friday afternoon and I come back Sunday afternoon. And we're taking the dogs, which I'm really excited for. Where are you going? Fast drop. Oh, that's not too far. No, it's only like 30 minutes away. <laughs> so if anything bad happens, you can just come back. Yeah. Well, last time, it's so funny. Last time we went like four hours away, and this time we're 30 minutes. <laughs> You're like, ooh, But me. we passed by the campground on the way to Davy Crockett, which is where we went last time. And it's just, like, really pretty over there. And we were like, let's just go there the next time we want to camp. Yeah, Bastrop, I mean, it has, the, it has like, pines and stuff mm-hmm. in there. So, and I mean, obviously, so is, so does, uh, what is it? Davy Crockett. Yeah. But, I mean. I'm excited. Good. I just love being in nature for, like, 48 hours Hopefully straight. it'll go smoothly with the dogs. I am really not worried about it. Mm. I think it's going to be good. I think they're going to be really happy. And I think, I think they're going to, like, pass out each night. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to go for walks and stuff like that. And I think they'll they'll be really happy. No, yeah, for sure. But also, you've never taken them. So, 
Hopefully just nothing yeah. like like it goes smooth. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. I'm having some, a lot of faith. <laughs> having a lot of faith. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, what's your updates? Well, you stole all mine, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we hang out way too often. Oh, <laughs> update that Tori didn't say. Tori's tire got slashed. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, we, well, not actually slashed, but like they were doing work on our roofs for our apartment complex and they were really terrible about picking up stuff and a piece of metal like a really big shard of metal uh, went into Tori's tire and like we had just gotten out of the car from the gym and immediately all you hear is and i was like what is that noise it was so loud it was so loud and i was like what is that noise it sounds like air and then I know. and then you're like dude i didn't hear you because we both get out at the same time I'm like where'd you go and you're like dude and then when i came around the corner and it got louder that noise got louder mm. i was like yeah your tire is like fucked. but at least it was really easy and then the apartment complex is nice enough obviously well not nice enough but they were very easy to communicate with and they reimbursed your thing yeah well so. the construction company well the construction did, did. but and they said that they made sure that they would yes they were like immediately in contact thankfully it was only like 35 dollars yeah something really inexpensive instead of having to replace it yeah because i told you it was gonna be inexpensive i know but originally the dude was like this doesn't look like it's gonna be an easy patch like you might have to end up replacing the whole tire yeah that guy didn't know what he was talking about because it was a such a slice instead of like most puncture pairs yes are a puncture well either way i'm glad i'm glad they tried it instead of they're like yeah we can't do that and then yeah no he was like we'll definitely try it first before going to like worst case scenario so we're good 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 what were your other updates that aren't about me (laughs) yeah that wasn't even like (laughs) an update was it um kirby has a birthday party to go to this weekend and we have kanji 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 whatever the fuck it is but it's a restaurant that we've been meaning to go to for a while um a really nice one yeah i feel like all of us have been trying to go. We we've all been trying to go to Kanji or Kanji, whatever the hell it's called. For like um, two months. Two months, yeah, because it got rescheduled twice. Well, we thought we, we thought had we had it scheduled <laughs> in January, <laughs> and, I and guess nope. never, no one ever made the fucking reservation. Nobody pressed I wrote submit. It in my calendar. Nobody pressed submit. I think I truly think Kimmy like had the like thing pulled up, and then There's just no never reason pressed I submit. I would have made the calendar thing if no one had said. I just made the reservation. Like that's literally not the way I do things, because my schedule. I'm so telling crazy. you, I think somebody had it under. Watch it would have been under like Rachel's name, and like she just didn't know. Like somebody else just put it under. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what exactly happened. Watch we just missed our reservation the entire time. Um, but yes, finally we're gonna get to go to Conte, and I'm excited. Oh, my sister's coming down. Oh, yeah. This weekend. What are you guys doing? She there's a concert. Like a really small, That's like right. intimate concert venue thing that we're going to. Um, I don't know what day she's coming down, but she texted me and she's like, I, "We should get tattoos." And Ooh, I was do like, "You should have told me earlier, because then I would have like made an appointment with your tattoo artist." Yeah, You'd because have to I, walk in. yeah, because I really wanted to do. 
wanted to get a tattoo with her, with her designs, and Cameron likes her designs, too. So I was like, God damn it, Cameron. But also, she says that shit. She don't got not tattoo money. I know for a fact that girl don't got not no tattoo money. Mm-mm. Sometimes you got tattoo money even when you have no money. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tori. No, no, no. Not whenever her roommate's leaving, so... She does not have tattoo money. I think she says it just to say it, but unfortunately, big sisters. Maybe uh, she's like, maybe you'll pay for I, it. Exactly. I, I was just about to say it was like big sisters money cannot pay for that this time around. So sorry. But um, yeah, that's a big ask. I know. I would have. I would do it if I had the money. But well, sure. But but anyways. Oh, also another update. Um, oh, fuck. I lost what I was going to say. It's about Melanie. I don't um, remember. I don't know. I really don't remember. Well, <laughs> is she going to come down for my birthday? <gasps> she totally should. She totally should. No, she talked to me and she said that she wanted to come down and she just didn't know when. But she should come down for your birthday. That would yeah. be so nice. It'd be fun. Our little cottage core themed picnic. She probably would be like, "No, I'm. I can't. I don't have anything like that, Maddie. Y'all are all gonna dress cute." Yeah, I can see her saying that. The like, um, like exactly, word for word. Love yeah. you, Mel. <laughs> we just know you. We just do. <laughs> I know you, and Tori just knows you by default because I talk about you all the time. Yeah. Do you see all the TikToks and stuff? They're always like our zodiacs, mine. Aries and Pisces are always together. Oh, is she They're always Aries? like she is an Aries. Gotcha. Um, and then Allie is a Pisces. Oh. And you are a Pisces. Y'all are only a few days apart. Pisces are the best. Pisces are the best. Pisces <laughs> and Virgos get around get a, get wrong. Get along well very well together. And that's also and actually Virgos and Aries do not. But then I always think back to Jenna Marbles and Julian. And she's like you're Arizing it up. Get out of here, Julian. She's like, it's my Virgo energy. Like, she's very Virgo, very particular, likes very structure. And Julian is not. Mm. Julian takes risks or whatever. He's like, just plop it in. You know, whatever. So they're complete opposites, but obviously they're married. So that's funny. They're cute. Anyways, you know, um, this is actually a book podcast, not just like a I know. ranting, <laughs> random. Let me tell you about my life stream of consciousness podcast so let's actually talk about the book what the book. would you give it star rating um i'd give it a four i give it a four and a half yeah i mean it says bta has a bts reference in it i obviously have to give it like a four and a half that oh gets like gosh. a whole half star just for the single reference um I felt like <coughs> the characters were very, like, real and relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, they talk the way I talk in a non-corny way. Yes. sometimes authors will try and try too hard to, like, have things be relatable and, like, Like, try too hard to make dialogue, quote-unquote, trendy. Yes. But I felt like this was very on point. This author did a great job. It's very that. plain language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel... Like, I would be friends with Alex and June. Yes. 
Like, I would fit in with that friend group very right. easily. Right. And I would love Henry, too. But obviously, like, Alex and June, I would want to be Nora. Like, I can see mm-hmm. myself as Nora. Now that I'm a data analyst, too. <laughs> I also, um, I loved the little Austin moments, obviously. I did not realize... Sorry, um, I didn't realize how much I would love the, like, name drops. I know. It's as much like, as, like, oh. as I started reading it. And I honestly, whenever I first read it, so I first read this in 2020. Mm-hmm. No, 2021. Um, and it was so, I just, like, instantly just fell in love with each of the characters just because they're so, not, they're just so, like, vibrant of characters, too. And they're just very easy to love. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first read it, I just couldn't help but like it really patched like it made me all warm and fuzzy inside yeah exactly it just like healed my inner child and i think that's what i really liked about it it was such like a wholesome love story oh my gosh are you actually liking a story that didn't have well yeah it had did. plenty of sex in it, I was which like, i yeah, loved i was and like yeah was, i did it was good sex writing and i felt like yeah, it wasn't, like, It was cringy. a mix of, like, fade to black and, like, in detail. And then, it like, but not too in detail. Mm. And it was not cringy. There weren't any folds that no were folds. Well, there's no pussies in this, so there wouldn't be no folds. <laughs> hey. You don't know. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your face. Okay, but I also like all of the representation yes. of this book. Um, this is actually, I think, one of the very first LGBTQ plus romances that I had read. And I didn't feel like any of the characters' sexuality was forced. Yeah, I get that. Where nothing was, like, too, like, too overt. Like, they're obviously transsexual or they're or transgender what the fuck did i just say transgender um or bisexual or gay or lesbian and like that made it like a part of like you know what i mean yeah it just, it just it wasn't aggressive was natural yes nothing was like they are lesbian and that's who they are you know what i mean yeah so i think it's hard and i understand that obviously like representation is obviously super important but when you do it right like in this book i think had a lot of really good elements that it brought in i'm not gonna say it did everything correct because obviously that would mean that this was a perfect book and that's not the case for a lot of a lot of things it's hard to be perfect Mm -hmm. um but i think this book definitely opened my eyes more to lgbtq plus romances and i think it was a good Mm -hmm. stepping stone for anybody who wants to you know kind of check out that genre I think this too. was one of the better ones that I've read slash listened to because I have listened to multiple over the last mm-hmm. like year of reading, mm-hmm. and I just feel like this one was the most natural. Yeah, just like the flow of things just felt the like they felt young. They felt like they were in their twenties, or yeah. like you know they didn't feel like they were too young, and they didn't feel like they were too old. They just felt everything was so. Like, everything was in a happy medium. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed that. Yeah, I just... I mean, it's hard to write a book that's good in general. So then to, mm. like, take, obviously, more challenging, like, stuff because the mainstream media so used to, like, straight relationships and then to do it well, I just felt like it was good. 
Yeah. Compared to, like, some of the other stuff I've read, so. No, yeah. It definitely is. And I still don't think I've explored enough of the LGBTQ plus romance genre. Even if it's, even just genre. Just, like, having, you know, looking into that um, space of literature. And I think I'd like to do that more. Pride Month, we should do, like, either all lgbtq stories and or authors i think that'd be interesting oh i was already planning on it girl cool um but besides that that is one thing that i just i really appreciated because like i said there are some books that where they really try to make it a point to also like too much of a blaring point Mm. of the characters like personality and development and stuff so but no, I really liked it. I also liked it was a, like, coming out story, too. Yeah. Like, kind of finding himself and finding where he fit on, you know, that spectrum. So, but anyways. Um, I loved that no it spoiler? was... No. Okay. A biracial family. Like yes. Like, the, the, um, the president, the mom wasn't, but... Her husband was Mexican, and then her kids were obviously half, half Mexican, and they spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then I also just loved that it was a divorced woman who was the president, yes. and she was from Texas. I was like, "This is a Democrat." I was just telling dream. Tori, "That is my dream." I was just like, telling Texas Tori, "I was like, what a Democrat woman." What a fever dream. What what in what reality would this actually be a thing where a Texas Democrat divorced woman divorced woman no, but just so just big. alone a Texas Democrat no yeah winning the election and also being a woman yes. on top of it and that alone is like a pipe dream that is 30 years down the line I so know. I thought it was so sweet at the end when Alex was like, not only is this a huge deal for like us, but like he looked around and saw like uh, June and Nora and they were like crying. And he's like, this is such a big deal for women mm-hmm. to like have a woman president and stuff. And I was like in nearly tearing up. I was like, oh, my God, I'm like imagining this in my own life. And I would sob. I know we almost got it. <sighs> But almost isn't good enough. Anyways, um, but do you want to actually get into the spoilers of the book? Yeah. Okay. So this is your warning. Um, Definitely go check out Red, White, and Royal Blue. It is being adapted. I'm so excited. Yeah. (laughs) It is being adapted, so definitely go and read it before. So that way, obviously, you can listen to this episode and then whenever we react to it when it comes down the line. So hop off now. Or stay on. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Okay. I... Dude, I just love this book so much. I just can't. It just makes me so fucking happy. I know. It was a little slow for me in the beginning. Um, I think there's a lot to, like, kind of preference, like, set up in a way. Because you're like, okay, wait, hold on. Because we have never had a female president, we don't know, like what they're called, like, how they would do that, you know, whatever. Yeah, I just think they were, there was, there's a lot of characters, so they were, like, setting there up a lot, lot of There is a lot of characters. Stuff, showing the a Secret lot of Service story. characters. Yeah. Leo. <laughs> he's also not a very big character, but, you know, he's there. 
Um, and then the story got like my attention a little bit into it, but in the beginning I was like, come on, like focus, focus on the story. But then once I got into it, I like really loved it, obviously. Right. You can stop listening to it. I feel like that's for me, like with any audiobook, it's like hard for me to be hooked like immediately. Immediately, yeah. It takes me a second, but then like by like chapter four or five, I'm like, ooh. I don't want to, like, stop listening to this. Yeah, I do definitely prefer reading the books. Yeah. It's just time constraints. You, can you hand me my copy that's over there on the bedside table? Here you are. Look at it. You tabbed it. These are my old tabs. I didn't mess with them. Oh. I think the I... Do you have colors for certain things? No, I obviously you can tell that I started tabbing, like, a little bit ways in. Yeah. Because, like, and page 87 page 87 sorry i'm not facing the yeah actual mic and stuff um but i'll read some of the little tabs that i have kind of like a little bit of a tr- trip down memory lane but who is your favorite character um who's my favorite character that's a good question you need multiple okay but okay two top two favorite characters i'll give you that I think, well, for side character, I loved his dad. Oh, yeah. The dad is good. He was, like, so wholesome and sweet and, like, For a side character, for a side character, I love the bodyguard. Yeah, Zara. Zara, yes. She is so fucking funny. And I love that she, like, just, like, fucking cussed him out every single time. Yeah, she's like, you're a (laughs) fucking idiot. (laughs) And I was like, yes, Zara, yes. (laughs) This is how I felt, like, it was so real, like, they all talk to each other the way, like, we talk to each other. I fr- talk to my friends. Like, mm-hmm. like they But don't... also, you think about that, and you're like, shouldn't the Secret Service be calling somebody a little shit? Yeah, 100%, <laughs> yes. Like, keep it real. <laughs> I don't want you to gloss it over. <laughs> don't be like, Mr. President's son. Da-da-da. Be like, you're a fucking moron. You don't do, do this. You do realize they have to do that, though. I know. Which is dumb. It is dumb. Ooh, ooh. formalities are stupid oh man I the, it, that another thing that i lost when listening instead of reading is like the emails or whatever i was gonna ask you how that was so it was just like they would read like from this person to oh this person i think like, it would be then, super cute if they had like little type of like the keyboard typing in the back while they were like oh, messaging it out yeah that would be cute right to kind of give it a better they had enough budget for this production they only had one voice actor but he had a good little English accent for Henry. A big bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead. Huh. <laughs> You're like, I don't think they had a big budget. It's fine. No, oh, I mean, some some books do have multiple characters and, like, right. Kingdom of the Wicked. You know, I looked into has, seeing like, if I could music. narrate audiobooks in, in my phase of uh, trying to get rich quick. <laughs> I But they pay really good. You get royalties on the book if it's a good book. Like, if you are obviously a good audiobook author, you get royalties for, like, life, which Mm is money, 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 along with getting, like, a check, like, cut for you. Yeah. It's either, like, you get the check and it's a little bit less money because you also get royalties or you don't get royalties, but the check is a lot more. Oh, I didn't know that. So, it just depends on what deal. Ew, did you hear my voice break? No. Eh. That was nasty. Um, <laughs> so You're gross. probably the only one who noticed No, it. I'm probably going to notice it whenever I listen to this tomorrow. I'm going to be like, that's gross. Um, 
But anyways, okay, you have notes always. What else do you have on your notes? Um, well, I had to just, like, keep track. Sometimes my first notes are, like, just keeping track of the characters and who they are. Because mm. it was, like, especially when, obviously, listening, it's harder to keep track. But, um, it's, my notes are super dumb for this one. It was just, like, keeping track of what happened in the story. <laughs> You know, I get. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think this one with audio, you might get a little lost in a few times. Definitely. There's a lot. But once they um, were like, OK, you have to go to England to like try and be friends with this man. I was like, OK, things are going to start happening. And they like quickly kind of like start being friends, even though he's still trying to pretend like, like they're enemies. Alex uh-huh, uh-huh. And then when they FaceTime for the first time, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so fucking cute. It's so cute. Also, I have like I think I have it pinned whenever he starts to have like his like sexual crisis. Yes. And he was like. Whenever I got drunk, like, that senior year, and I kind of, like, fooled around with that guy, Liam, and, like, totally... But I'm not gay. But I'm not gay. Honey. (laughs) Honey. What is gay? (laughs) What what is straight? What is straight? What is gay? (laughs) I mean... Baby, you can say you're not straight, but... You can say you're not gay, but you definitely can't say you're not straight. (laughs) It was just so like precious him like thinking through it and i was just like oh okay <laughs> and he's like that one time that liam reached over and alex didn't stop him and you're like <laughs> you're like what do you know that oh jump scare <laughs> experimenting uh, yes experimenting by curious you can uh, you can, you can experiment questioning is a part of the questioning is part of lgbtq the... yes it is Queer. Um, Queer is also part of the LGBTQ classifiers, too. If you don't really know exactly, if there's not one sexuality you identify with. Yes. More than another. You can just say queer. And you can be figuring it out your whole life. You can be questioning. I just think it's so precious how he was like. Did you say questioning? Yeah. Okay. I just came back. Sometimes I'm like, "Mm, maybe that's what I am. I'm just questioning questioning person. Uh, I thought about it, and I was like, I think I'm just queer. Yeah. Because I like, honestly, no. I don't know I'm demisexual. I'm just questioning. I'm a demisexual, like, through and through. Yeah. If you don't know what demisexuality is, go look it up. It's an offshoot of asexuality. Um, what did you say? I have another tabby. I'm trying to figure out why I put these tabs. Yeah. Um, Anyways, fill the silence while you're reading. <laughs> this is why I take notes instead of the, the tabbing, because I did the tabbing for every summer after, and I was like, never fucking again. I cannot keep straight what my thoughts Oh, were. I was laughing my ass off because Alex yells at Henry. It's like, shut your dumb face. This is my shit. And it's, get low, my little <laughs> And I was just like, stop it. When yes. they that dance together. Yes. And I, I think that's also another reason why is because Casey McQuiston – I think she's our age or like around there. So yeah, she, she is, is like, she's, she's a 2000s baby, like rock emo. She, I love how and I was like, like you didn't watch high, middle schoolers grind to this song in a middle school dance. <laughs> I was like, that is so, so fucking, fucking relatable. Oh I can't. my God. 
I think it just also was a huge, like, dose of nostalgia. Like, yeah. Get Low by Little John. Like, if you did not know the death grip that that, ha- that song had <laughs> on all of the, like, middle school years of my life and middle school dances, yeah. like, no. I was kind of like, I love that there's a little bit of glitz and glamour from, like, the balls or whatever that they have to attend or, like, the events that they yes. have to attend. I was like, this is going to be so fun when they adapt this to a, a series or movie or whatever this adapt like adaptation is gonna be do you think it's i think it's gonna be a limited series i think so too i feel like because you can't do this well no, in a movie I agree. like there's too much that happens mm-hmm. like i think you could but i feel like it would be, be a so little rushed, rushed. yeah you would have to cut out like a lot of stuff i think so too. to fit it down so i hope it's a limited series like i Daisy think Jones. i honestly think it has to be I these books so. like I don't know. I feel like sometimes maybe like fantasy books or like it's hard to tell because like you can just you just get a feeling like you just know you're like, I can see this as a book because the plot is enough. It's like long enough for a movie, but it's also not like intricate enough that it needs each episode. Um, And then other times it's like this is too intricate. This is going to need at least three or four seasons. Yeah. So. It just depends. Isn't it weird that whenever like you read limited. it, because, like, the second I read this, I'm like, yeah, this would be a good TV show. Yeah, this would be a good movie. Yeah, this would be a good series. Yeah. I wonder if I, like, read Harry Potter now what I would feel, because obviously they were turned into movies, and I feel like they're good as movies, because mm-hmm. doing a series, it would have been, like, overkill almost. I don't know, but, like, maybe going back now and reading, I'd be like, oh, my God, there's so many scenes that they cut out to, like, in order to fit it. I feel like it should have been a series. I think it would be fun. So. But I also think it's easier if it's a child, young adult versus. A child. uh, Like, a child's book. Young adult book versus an adult book. Like, because adult. What's that? What's that? I'm sorry. What is that line? What's worse than a. Is it worse than a rapist? (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah what's worse <laughs> than a, a child molester no a i thought child. it was a ra- i thought it was a rapist he's like what's worse than a rapist a child no <laughs> oh yeah because it's killing child molester yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> a child no <laughs> i almost just fell off the bed i'm so sorry oh my gosh <laughs> my life flashed before my eyes also i did say the r word i'm so sorry without any context um it's a vine it is a vine it's a vine reference um so sorry (laughs) i should have been a little bit more considerate my bad um okay so the first tab that i wanted to say i tabbed it because i this was so hard-hittingly relatable and this is a mini story so whenever i was growing up and i don't know if you did this either but like i think this is also just a mexican household like sort of thing and it's so small but like storage in the oven like i keep my mom keeps pans yeah. and pots and all kinds of dishes that you would just wouldn't think. And that was just so natural and like unbeknownst to me that other people didn't do that. Like yeah. that was just like I you always had to make sure that the oven was clear before you turned it on because then you'd heat up all the fucking shit in there and you're like, fuck. And there was a few times where I do that, like trying to heat up a pizza and I was like fuck there's pans in there yeah and i was like damn it i wonder if she, uh the but author is biracial or not because she wrote about biracial characters so i was wondering if she was i wonder i don't biracial know. or if she like consulted somebody who is or something i sure do hope so i know i always wonder that because i would hope 
I know she saw, says a lot from, like, New Orleans and stuff. Like, she is... I was telling you before we started recording, I kind of went into a little bit of a deep dive of Casey McQuiston, and she went to LSU. She grew up in Louisiana, but Louisiana is not far from Texas at all. No. Um, and growing up here, I think she also... Either she maybe had family here, or maybe she went to, like, her like professional schooling here i don't remember exactly but she has ties specifically to austin so um but anyways it says he remembers his mom swearing and laughing when she opened the oven for her guilty pleasure pizza bagels only to find all the pots and pans stored there and i whenever the mom still lived with the dad yeah and that's what the dad would do and i just like and she grilled right and i just was like that is so I remember my sister going to her friend's house and they were white and she'd be like, I, Katie made fun of, like, Cameron, this is Cameron. She's like, Katie made fun of me because I, we made, we, um, keep our pots and pans in the oven and she thought that was so weird. They were little kids, like seven or eight. It wasn't like making fun, but they were like, what the fuck? So I think seeing that in a book, I was like, what? That's so funny. What? So, anyways, I know that's so small, but... No, I love little details like that. I know. I Like I said, and we keep going back to it, that that's why this was so relatable. Like, uh-huh. it just hit me so hard. I feel like this book was written for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Casey McQuest is my best friend, and she said, <laughs> you know what? I live in New Orleans. You live now in Austin. So, like, I'm obviously going to make a book about you, and you are June. <laughs> Kim Namjoon. Who you wanted to be? I don't. It doesn't matter. I want to oh, be you're anybody. Just like, I, don't matter. I, don't, don't I just want to be a part of the story. Um, I love that Kim Namjoon. <laughs> she says that Kim Namjoon is BTS. Yeah. She's like he's like June Jimbug Kim Namjoon, and I was like, stop it. <laughs> Again, she wrote this book for me. <laughs> we don't know. I'm a huge K-pop fan. I love BTS. Anyways. I was going to say, I like that Henry is, like, so soft-spoken and, like, shy. I know. But then their shy, first soft kiss was him grabbing Alex by the face and, like, just kissing him. And just he went for it. I Don't you like, just love a shy oh boy on the streets but a freak in the sheets? It was amazing. Stop it. You didn't laugh at my... Okay, that's fine. I thought that was actually, <laughs> real... I thought that was actually really good. I was pretty impressed with myself on that one, and you didn't say shit, and you know what? That's fine. I just love Hit me and my BTS pop socket. We'll oh go somewhere god. else. Oh, my God. And then um, when they, like, Henry comes over for, like, a dinner to the U.S., and then they uh-huh. finally, like full-on like are making out in the other room like on the table against the desk i was like oh my god it got hot and sexy. i loved it so much never was i like kind of turned on for like two dudes yeah yeah i was like i like this for y'all this oh for good. sure it was good i was like oh it was good sex scenes yeah good sex scene writing oh my get it I'd be like, I want to be pushed against the wall. Get it, Lay down on the table. Like, yes. Do it. Um, what do you think about the two major, like, plot conflicts, which was obviously Alex and Henry being an item and jeopardizing her re-election, his mom's re-election? Yeah. 
what did you think about that? And then what did you think about the very end with the monarchy not accepting, accepting, but also not accepting, like, Henry? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, going back and forth between that. I mean, I'm unsurprised. Like, we mm-hmm. knew that that was, was going to be the issues, right? Do you think it was a little thrown in there? Like, the last one. The like with the monarchy? Henry, right, the monarchy. No, because I think we would have to address both of them and both of their That's families. Fair. And obviously, Henry's family was not... Alex is the main character. Right. And so, more time was spent on his storyline, which makes sense, but I think it was important that they address the other storyline, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this book is truly, like, living out our fantasies as... <laughs> like It's like Bridgerton, but, you know, real life. It's just like saying fuck you to the establishment like it really was and get over yourselves it doesn't fucking matter who loves who like just fucking i think the reason why stop it's and just then... it makes me feel so happy because like obviously this is an idolization of like what we want the government to be yeah but i sure hope in my life if we're not all dead from the oil slicks that are happening um that this is what life looks like i know that this is what our government reflects because this the population just now in general is reflecting so much more color and so much more colors of the rainbow in that spec in that sense mm-hmm. that I want that represented that representation in our in our society in our governments in our municipalities and I know that's happening and I know change is slow but I just hope that I get to see the day where where it's finally more where representation is really like where it should be yeah and i also liked that the parents were all immediately supportive Mm -hmm. it didn't take anyone like a minute to come around coming to terms or whatever the only family that really had issue with it was the henry's grandma the queen Uh and then his stupid brother who was just like a fucking idiot in general yeah so (laughs) I just liked that because, like, sometimes they're like, oh, well, my family doesn't accept me, yada, yada. And I just liked that everyone was just accepting, like, almost almost everyone was accepting, like, right away. Right. And then I also liked that Alex had a mentor in that, um, in Luna, the senator. Mm-hmm. Even though he, like, kind of double-crossed them or whatever, but in reality he was, like on their side the entire right he was like going in to be a mole basically right and i thought like i don't know it was it was just like there was a lot of i think in the in the time i think you you changed my mind because a little bit i was like i feel like that part about the monarchy was a little kind of thrown in there a little bit but you you do make a a fair and valid point that i mean obviously henry yes he is a main character too but like it's alex's story Mm -hmm. it's not alex and henry's story it's about alex falling in love with henry you know what i mean so i think you're right i think they did they should have addressed it because if they had left it out it would have been a little weird um yeah like it, it wouldn't have wouldn't felt have... as balanced yeah and then the the story just like would have felt incomplete exactly like, we would have just like glossed over it and right. be like oh yeah it's fine and then we would have been like wait wait what why? wait why we, there was all this conflict about like oh no they're not gonna accept me and then all of a sudden it's fine like right exactly I, and like it wasn't as it was like a big scene but not as much as like with 
Alex's family and right. stuff. So, like, I felt like it was good. I sh- nearly, like, shit my pants laughing so hard whenever he came out to his mom. And his mom immediately had a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> She's like, set up a meeting to talk about Alex's sexuality. <laughs> I was dead. I was so dead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mona. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I like how we immediately stop always in the middle of, like, (laughs) our recording. I think I probably have a tab somewhere because I'm telling you, it literally, it literally made me roll on the floor laughing. R-O-T-F-L. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) I'm so old. Is that Chugi? Yes, it was. Okay, cool. Um, um what i also so i already mentioned like henry kind of took charge but then right after i was thinking like henry's kind of like unpredictable like he takes charge in the bedroom alex was like i love how unpredictable henry is and he always like takes charge in the bedroom i was like we're on the same side baby we're thinking the same thing (laughs) oh gosh i know i'm telling you um and then the Go karaoke ahead. scene. I was Bro. like a fan art during this moment. Bro. And there was a cute The entire time thing. that they are partying together, I wanted to be there. I know. It what? seemed so like so like cyberpunky, but like I could think about it and it was I just oh it would give me all the feels and it made me so want to go like get lit on like fucking fourth street or something. <laughs> And it just gave me all the things that I needed in that scene. Everything. I just, like, was living there in the moment. I felt like I was, like, a fly on the wall, but in the best way possible. Like, a disco fly, like, covered in glitter. And it was great. It's just so good. I I read that scene over and over and over again. And I really hope that whenever they adapt it, they do justice to that, like, one, to that particular, like, chapter part of the book. Because it's a little it's a little like ways like a good description yeah it's a a good amount in and it's also like kind of long yeah it was and then they ended up like having sex for the first time that night Mm -hmm. if i'm not mixing up the timeline which i don't think i I don't think they go to the hotel afterwards Uh um but then i love when henry goes to visit and meet his dad and they go to austin all together i was like this is warming my fucking cold dead heart. And they're always like, and they're like at like Travis, and you're like, yeah. oh my god, what? It was just, but so also sweet. like, I was like, it just yeah. reminded me of like them being like on Westlake or something because like they their house was like beautiful or something. Yeah, you know? I was like, of course. Yeah, definitely. But I just like how his dad was like, you're not sly. Like I fucking know that's your boyfriend, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, and the dad was like. Your mom and I didn't work out, but she's still, like, the love of my life. Like, you can love, like, so, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, like, so wholesome. And, like, such a nice father-son moment. And then. It's just such a breath of fresh air, man. I know. what. Instead of there being a toxic relationship. Like, just. Of course. Like, I I know some people have said this is, like, too idolistic. You know, like, everybody being You know what? I need everybody. some escapism right now. So, it's perfect. Yeah. But also, but to be fair, like, that's what we should strive for. That everybody. Yes. That when people say, hey, I'm bisexual. Or, hey, I'm trans. Or whatever it is that they are. Okay. Nobody's like. <sighs> and there are families like this. There are family. There yes. are people out there. That like is this. the reality for a lot of there. That is the reality for some people. I'm not gonna say a lot because I really don't know the numbers, so I don't want to. 
you know, undermine people or underestimate, yeah. overestimate. But, you know, there are people out there that have this reaction. There are families out there that are obviously blended in a way that, you know, or have children who don't identify as a cis heterosexual. Yeah. It's just... And it's nice that, like, we see those stories, too, because we do need to see, like, happiness in the world. Like, yeah. And also happiness in those kinds of relationships. In yeah. those kinds of... And people who obviously don't subscribe to society's, like, normatives. And because people obviously, like, already they're so often demonized in the fact that, like, these people can't have normal lives. And they can. People who are obviously not hetero like heterosexual or hetero yeah yeah can have a happy you know life there is possibility that of course there's always going to be struggles or whatever that's even for people who you know there's obviously going to be more for people who identify within the lgbtq plus community but you know unfortunately like there's always going to be some kind of trials and tribulations no matter what just in life if you're looking at it in that way yeah what nothing staring contest um, Yo. just this is such a like different vibe not a different vibe but like i'm just gonna go to the point part where alex is like i'm so in love with him i could die and i was like <laughs> finally and then as he's about to tell henry that he's in love with him henry's like splish splash away from you and then yeah. runs away literally. literally runs flies back to fucking london Without saying goodbye. I know. Leaves a note. And, I was and like, then goes him for a fucking week. I was like, Henry, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, <laughs> what? But I also get that why he was scared. But like, also at the same yeah, time, I'm like, also, but like, don't uh, do that. Uh, 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 but like, don't do that. And then that, I love that Alex was like, screw this. Flies to London in the middle of the fucking night. And is like screaming at his window. Henry, let me the fuck in. <laughs> And then he goes in there, and the tension is so thick. I was like, God mm. damn. And it was like, their relationship is so sweet, and the way they speak to each other, and the poetry they send to each other was literally making me tear up. I was like, this is such a romantic I story. Mm-hmm. Like, so fucking romantic. My hopeless romantic. So romantic. Yes, my hopeless romantic heart was bleeding at the end of this story. The poetry. The poetry. The, ban- tr- the banter. They actually, their banter was good. So good. That's why and this I love, book should I have mean, been on this podcast. I love that the banter. Uh, Alex is like such a smart ass to Henry. I love how both of them are like, shut, you, shut your ass up. Or, you know, yeah, like whatever. Like you're a po- uh, pompous ass or whatever. Yeah. Ob- obscene ass, whatever. And I don't know, because that's also so relatable for me, especially because Aaron and I just like fucking roast the shit out of each other 24 seven. And so like I, I like related to that part of it. I just I just went to a page where he, Alex says, I miss you before he can stop himself to Henry. And he's like, I miss you. Alex says before he can stop himself, he instantly regrets it. But Henry says, I miss you, too. Oh, they're just so fucking mm. sweet together. And then, oh, my God, there was one line in one of the emails where Henry's talking to Alex. And he goes, uh, I'll die as I lived, avoiding plans and sucking cock. And I <laughs> thought that 
was so fucking funny. That's so real. And just like, I felt like that was so. Like, sometimes Henry seems, like, so put together, and then he'll just, like, say one thing or, like, do one thing. And I'm like, god damn, you're so, like, definitely you're, like, a real person with humor and shit like that. I know. Usually he's, like, the more poetic of the two of them. Right, right, right. I know. Sometimes he comes out with some snarky-ass comments, and I'm like, yes, Henry, okay, flip that switch. And Henry says to Alex, someone in the emails, if someone, because he was thinking about when he, like, first saw uh, Alex and like realized that he liked him uh-huh. if someone like that ever loved me I would it would set me on fire and the, then I was careless oh my god I can't fucking speak if someone like that ever loved me it would set me on fire and then I was a careless fool and fell in love with you anyway I was like oh my god what the fuck it was just all so romantic bro the scene with the fucking turkey had me laughing I thought it was dumb, but it was, it was so, so fun. Dumb. Dumb. It was, was like, so funny. Because the thing is, is like, I probably, in that situation, I probably would have made shit up about the turkey, too. Just to talk. Yeah. Just be like, it's staring at me. <laughs> Should we make a bet? <laughs> sort of thing. Ugh. And I then know. everybody comes. Oh, and then they come in and expose Henry and Alex, that fucking piece of shit child molesting senator yes who was a creeper who who was a predator and he released all the emails and the photos and stuff and i said fuck that queen good thing henry's mom was behind him (laughs) with like the little heart (laughs) and then uh luna is the one who sent nora the like way to figure it out and then Nora right. figured it out and brought it to the president bro nora was like holed up in her cave for like three days yeah they were like living the on fuck is red she? bull they like, were all like pissed off and then she came in to save the day and then i said this book is so fucking beautiful <laughs> and then um he invites liam to his mom's second like inauguration mm-hmm. event thingy right when she went and then the his plane again. and his plane gets de- like henry's plane Henry gets delayed delayed or like rerouted to dallas yeah he's, he's like, like hopefully that's close he's yeah. like going back that's not that close yeah, he's like i've been told this is not close we are very far <laughs> away <laughs> was like hopefully it's close to you it is three hours away we are not close we will be there as soon as possible also i found it the um what is it the text the group chat it says three geniuses and Alex's and Alex. And it says Juniper Bug, which is June, June uh-huh. which is a color June Bug. Not my name, not anyone's name. Stop. Leaning member of Karine Pop Band BTS Kim Nam June. <laughs> Kim Nam. Happy birthday, Nam June. If you know where that's from, I love you. You wouldn't know. Nope. Not a clue. She says, I'm blocking your number. <laughs> Henry. He's like, Alex, please don't tell me Pez has indoctrinated you with K-pop. That would be me. That would be me. Also, Pez was a character. Loved him. Yeah. Loved him. He was the life of the party. He was, like, the embodiment of a, like, glitter disco ball. I feel like he was just, like, ready to party. 
Huh? I feel like he was just, like, ready to party. Exactly. He's, like, the embodiment of a disco ball. Yeah. Uh, he was a good little side character also. I'm telling you, the side characters made this story, too. They were just so good. Yeah, they were good. What? I was just... Oh, my are you okay? stuffed, so I was... Your nose is still stuffed up? Breathe uh, heavily. Like, last week, I apologized to everybody. <laughs> For my mouth breathing Tori, when I was sick. I told Tori, I was like, I can hear you breathing in my ear on the recording. Because I couldn't And she's like, well, it looks like I'm not listening to it this week. No, that would have made me thrown up. Did you actually not listen to it? No, I didn't. I should never have told you. Because <sighs> it wasn't that bad. I don't know, man. But now I'm worried. <laughs> don't, be, I'm worried. don't be worried. <laughs> Don't be worried. Anyways, I apologize to <laughs> everybody who listened to that and heard me. Um, I also thought the f- speech at the very end was beautiful. That June wrote for him. Wrote for him. Yeah, I liked it. I also felt like it was almost like too apologetic for who he was. So at moments, I was like, "Wait a minute, I want this to be more like this is me." This, this is, is me. real. This <laughs> is me. I'm exactly where I was supposed to be now. I'm going to let the light shine on me. You should have a different career as a singer. Obviously. You should be a pop star on Disney Channel. <laughs> that was my dream as a child. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, I think I wanted to be a dancer more than anything, but I never had the guts to actually record myself and send it into Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, me and my friends used to make audition tapes in my basement to, like, any show we could think of. I remember one time I was recording my friend, because we would literally take my family's camcorder and, like, make little videos. Oh, my God, the camcorder. And we set it up, and she was just like, Angelina Jolie is just, like, a serious inspiration of mine. Like, she's... I was just like, I don't even know who Angelina Jolie is at this point. Like, I was about to say, I was like, were y'all old enough to even know who that was? I mean, kind of, but my friend was just like talking about it, and I was just like, she was just talking out her ass. Literally. (laughs) It was so fucking funny, though. How old were y'all? I don't know, middle school. Okay. We uh, were just like, we're so fucking stupid. We would you look back at those anything I look back at as us being in middle school, I was just like, what kind of middle crack school cocaine were we fever on? dream for us in the early two thousands? Oh my god. It was it was a time. Like I had like rolling booby bracelets. Yes. The like belted the stud on the belt that had like different colors. Like some of them were like rainbow, yeah. some of them were black and white and checkered. And um, silly bands were a big thing. Oh, my God. Fucking Jesus. silly bands. That was the bane of everybody's, like, all the teachers' existence in my middle school. They're like, so much. you can't have silly bands. There's and why the fuck did we go insane over them? They were literally just rubber bands shaped in different, design- like, animals, animals or characters or whatever it was. I don't know. We were obsessed with all those weird things. Bob. Anything. Everything was named Bob. Yeah. This is Bob. I love him. And then that Ew, girl, I'm having PTSD. <laughs> like all, all of our pictures are oversaturated, and like have text. And you're like besties for life. Picnic, editing all my pictures on picnic. picnic. Oh, I'm having flashbacks, <laughs> and it makes me want to crawl in a hole and die. That's so embarrassing. 
That's but in rough. a good way, right? N- no. Like, I don't like to be perceived. <laughs> <laughs> so, the fact What's that I was mean? so like embarrassing. Like, I don't like knowing that people have, like, thoughts about me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want you to think about me and have a certain idea of me in your head. That freaks me out. Uh, what? I don't That's know. That's so like, weird. Me thinking about someone who's like thinking about me and being like, oh, yeah, I knew her at this point in time. And this is what I thought of her because, like, I have no control over what people think of me, you know? Yeah. It just, like, freaks me out to, like, think that people could remember me for, like, my most embarrassing fucking moments. At least you will always live on in their memory. I don't want to live on in their memory. People will always be thinking about you. And that in itself, yes, that's what I want. I want everybody to always think about me. I do not feel the same way. I I mean, in the same sense, I'm like, I don't really care. At least I was part of their life. And if if I made them laugh in some capacity and they thought about it and they're like, I remember that girl who did i don't know she did the splits in fucking middle school and ripped her pants and that was fucking hilarious i didn't actually do that and not flexible but i don't know that would just i don't make know me i just like, feel like everything if i get to be a part of their life and that remember and that piece is like how they'll always remember me and take with me then i wouldn't mind that being a remembrance going on and mm. the bigger scheme of things not that i'm trying to convince you but I just feel like I everything I've ever done is embarrassing, so... Well, that's not correct, so... Anyways. All right. Is there anything else you want <laughs> to say about this bug? God. Um, let's hope for a woman president really soon. Yeah, I mean, we're close. We have a vice president. And I want to read more love stories like this, where it's poetic and She has another book out. Beautiful. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. What is it? Do you know? Did you find um, that in your research? I think it's in our, it's called On Our Next Stop or Our Next Stop, something like that. Mm. It's been out for a while. I just loved the poetry in this. <laughs> You're a poetry girl. I am a poetry girl. And a poetry girly. If, if my partner was sending me these, like, little love excerpts, I would literally, like, float in the air with ha- happiness like, uh, I, okay, really quick little TikTok rant. I think I sent this to you and Rachel today. And uh-huh. this girl was saying, my friend asked me, like, why I have such high standards. And she's like, I don't really have high standards. What I realized is I want someone who shows they love me in, like, a quiet but observant way basically Mm -hmm. because what romance books are aren't like always the big giant grand gestures she's like i'm not necessarily like a fan of that like that's embarrassing like to have these big gestures in public and stuff what you want is someone who remembers your favorite coffee order and then gets it for you just because they know it'll make you happy and like have it for you like someone who's like so quietly but fiercely loved yes and like Oh, I remember that this is your favorite flower. So when I buy you flowers, I'm going to make sure like these flowers are in the flower arrangement when I get you. Mm-hmm. Like it's those quiet little moments like that and I feel like that was one for them like just like the the little love notes they were sending back and forth was just like so sweet and I feel like that like they were remembering little tidbits about each other through those and stuff. So 
It was just really precious. I was obsessed. So, not to get back on. No, go for not it. Not to. I, that what I just said was a tangent. So. That's fine. But I didn't want to, like, oh, no, take away good. from what you're saying. Um, she wrote One Last Stop. That's what it's called. One Last Stop. And it's four stars on um, Goodreads. Goodreads. And it was released June 1st of 2021. Oh. And, uh, which is ironic because June 1st is the first day, obviously, of Pride Month. Of Pride Month. And she just came out with another book last year. Um, I Kissed Sarah Wheeler. And I'm oh my sure- god, I read that! Yeah, that's Casey McQuiston. Oh yeah! I listened to that a few months ago. Did you like it? Yeah, it was cute. It was definitely a very young adult. Yeah. Because it looks like this. It's based on yeah, I see it a, a lot. couple of p- kids in high school. Oh, cute. I still want to read it. It was uh, kind of like a mystery... Ooh. That you that she solves mm-hmm. the main character. Red, white, and royal blue is the most top rated. It has almost like four and a half stars, which is pretty good. With yeah. That's six. This is definitely better than I Kiss Shara Wheeler. Yeah. This one has uh, red, white, and royal blue has over six, 687,000 ratings. Wow. And out of all those ratings, the average is 4.3. That's really good. Yeah. So, um, I know you see this book a lot on TikTok and stuff, and people it's are like, is it. it worth the hype? It is. Yeah. I was it a little is. nervous it wasn't going to be worth the hype. I know. You've been really quiet about it, so that's why I was kind of nervous. I was like, did you not like it? No, I did like it. I enjoyed it for sure. It's so cute. Look at her little bio. Also, this one in 2019. It was a Goodreads Choice Awards winner. Oh, nice. This book. Um, hold on. Casey McQuiston is a New York Times bestselling author of romantic comedies and a pie enthusiast. She writes stories about smart people with bad manners falling in love. Born and raised in southern Louisiana, she now lives in New York City with her poodle mix and slash personal assistant, Pepper. Oh, I love that. The pie thing is weird, but I like everything else. She just wanted to say she's a pie enthusiast. God. Would you say you're a photography enthusiast? I am a photographer. I'm not a photography enthusiast. Yeah, like, would you would say, like, another thing? Like, what would you be an enthusiast of? Um, Disco balls? Sure. Yeah, I see you a disco ball enthusiast. Because you have, like, 10 million, 10 million of them. And you're always like, I want more. And like in I different do. colors and then like some melting. And whatever. I feel pretty good about it now because I have one hanging in my living room and then two heart ones on my windows. And then I have like seven strands <laughs> of mini disco balls hanging in my living room. And then I have like four in my three in my bedroom. And then I have like 20 of my <laughs> <laughs> on my bookshelf but uh-huh. some of them are because they're on a little like light up strand so they're all together but i have a lot yeah sure that makes it so much better i do what just... would you call what enthusiast would i be a k-pop enthusiast yeah i was gonna say k-pop it sound, you sound so depressed about it no You're that's like, just like oh, just gonna, yeah that's just definitely like your top thing for right now i was gonna say what, what is the style of movies we've been watching? Was is that Studio Ghibli? Yeah, y'all. This bitch had never seen Studio Ghibli, and I think we talked about it last week. We but did. 
I just want to say she I am like rocking this bitch's world. Yes, I'm so obsessed. I know. I showed her Nausicaa. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is my alt favorite studio Ghibli The more movie. I've thought about it, I'm like, this is really Game and Howl's like a run for its fucking money. It's so the good. The thing is, is like, um, Shelby watched it. I was yeah. telling my roommate watched it last night and I caught the last 45 minutes and I was like, can I watch it with you? She's like, you literally watched it last night? I was like, oh, the fuck. No, uh, so I literally want to watch it all there, day, every day. I sat there and she's like, dude, this is like the first like movie like either if it's animated or not like movie that is truly so feminist like nobody there is no digs at any of the women's like ability to like run the armies or to like take yeah. orders they always are like okay and they're like falling over and like love nausicaa as the princess of the valley yeah and like even they adore um, her even kushana who is the bad or the quote-unquote villain princess uh-huh. nobody is like she's a bitch or nobody says she's a bitch or nobody says anything like no, that. No, literally. Like, it's just surprise. They're like, I'm surprised you're still a princess because you're nothing like ours. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny because when she got like even a little more ruthless, the, the one dude. Was like, Kuratoa. Yeah. Was like, why is she looking cute? cute? I was like, oh my God. But no, I fucking loved that movie. Yeah. And like I the, really did. And I was telling her, and Shelby was like, I was like, isn't she such a badass? And she's like, she is a badass. She's so I was badass. like, she's awesome. And she's like, she kills people. Or like, well, not really. <laughs> I mean. She killed those people after they killed her dad. So, yeah. but, um, <laughs> spoiler. My friend <laughs> Zach literally posted a still of her in her plant room today and was like, this is me right now. In my plant room. Because, you know, when oh, she's, like, down uh-huh. in her little secret area. Uh-huh. He posted that today. I was like, I know what that's from. That's from Nausicaa. I drew Nausicaa. So, and I always just wanted to be Nausicaa. Because, like, she's so strong and so compassionate and loving. Yeah. And she's, like, I'm always trying to do the right thing. But at the same time, like. This is giving me the itch to watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that Sailor Moon. It's, like, it's Sailor Mars's, um... Like her saying, what was it again? It was like, uh, well, Usagi's, which is Sailor Moon's, is like, I'll punish you, which is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of the moon, I'll punish you. It is like, fucking hell, <laughs> so bad. And then Sailor Mars's is, is, I'll chastise you, and I can't. That just makes me. I, it just makes me want to cringe inside. That's just when Japanese just does not translate yeah. <laughs> well. But anyways, okay. Is there anything else? Uh, Lastly, we have been walking, talking on tangents about this. I like, know. We've been going about this book. This week. Um, what this are, week and last week. What are we reading for next week? The people don't even know. Six of Crows. Six, six of, of crows. crows. Six of Crows. Because... Because Shadow and Bone's coming out. There you go. In a few weeks. Okay. This is our tentative schedule. Actually, that, no. It's a, it's confirmed. But which we're going to post about it. But it's Six of Crows. People we meet on vacation. Tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow. Bloodmarked Crescent City. Yes, bitches. We're tackling Crescent City. That fucking monster. Oh, hey, I need to start I, it now. I'm not kidding. We need to. Because it's terrifying. It's mad. so big. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! We just been talking about middle school so much, and you just really took me back. 
Oh God. Okay, oh. we're gonna leave now because keep you've a lookout. I will put the schedule up tomorrow. tomorrow. It it's up. I took pictures. We're good. So, um, but yes, keep a lookout, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.